0: of Talk Cosmos. Today is October 13, 2018. The sun is in Libra. We're continuing our discussions of this sign and archetype, the archetype that's of the behavior, the ancient behaviors that we all gather and have continued and will continue to do as Carl Jung is the one to have really brought that term in. And Libra is of relationships because up until this point, all the archetypal development has been for the self in various dimensions because, again, astrology looks at how we reflect nature and re- nature is reflected in us. And the Hermetic philosophy would say as above, as below, as below, as above. And there's more to that particular Hermetic ancient philosophy. And there's six directions. Well, there, okay, six directions when you think of the medicine wheel, there's east, west, south, north, and within and without. So as above, as below, also is as within, as without. In other words, we reflect through relationships. We see in relationships That which is in ourself, which we don't always acknowledge. This is something that's taught many times through spiritual leanings. And it's easier to rationalize than to actually comprehend and experience. I mean, as far as realizing, oh, I don't like that. Well, maybe I'm something like it, too. That's a shadow side, you might say. Which is another subject that we're doing next week. This week... I was thinking a lot about relationship because we have a relationship with not just other people but with life itself. Like I have a relationship with plants. My grandmother, when I was small, spoke of the leaves rustling in the trees, the music. And so nature responds a lot to me with my relationship with life. And I have a succulent that I brought from California where I lived. And it doesn't live outside because my father once gave me a bunch of succulents and said, well, let's see what will live up there in case I have to move up there. And they all died. They were outside. Didn't work. Although we do have palm trees, but he didn't give me a palm tree. So I have a little succulent and it sits on a shelf. But I have a relationship through that plant with the bright sun, the hot desert, the other environments that I've lived in. So I'm just speaking of how... Relationships can be internal with our meaningfulness of life or something in life that matters to us, like music. I also have a relationship with this little half-coconut that has little tongs on it, and you, and it, to me it represents the unknown. Is that relationship with music where I'll pick it up and I'll go, doing And then I'll think, well, I wonder what the next sound is. It might be boing. And then I'll think, well, I kind of want to make it faster today. So I'll go boing, boing. Or whatever I decide to do. And then sometimes it's a bit of a tension. I think, oh, no, I don't like this. How am I going to get out of it? And then other times it's like, okay, we can relax. So it's this entire relationship with self and others through something. People become part of the complexity And also the beauty of it, because they complement what we lack. And the healthy Libra recognizes this, that as much as we try to be our full self, that really we can't wear every hat there is, may not want to wear every hat. So it is that whole dialogue. Well, I call it a dialogue. I don't know if it's always a dialogue, but it's that me and you you and me as we go back and forth so and i was thinking too that relationships because venus rules libra in in the archetypal sense i'm looking at not just the house sign and i know some of you are saying speak in language we can understand well i am trying to speak to many and i will define that but houses are in this 12 differentiation, departmental areas of development in the horoscope. So I refer to it as the house. And on the seventh house, which is above the horizon, that again, the the self is developed, and then we go meet other people in, in society. And that actually is where Kabbalah begins, because Kabbalah says, if you're going to be a person, and I hope I'm saying this correctly, that we're not alone. We are here with other people. We procreate with other people. I mean, it is just the fact of nature, and I'm not sure if exactly how it would be said, but the fact is, is that we, we work in relationship with other people and through the heart working with other people, and that's the whole dimension. So it actually starts that. But I'm thinking, too, with these personal methods of the interior that we work with, that I was speaking of earlier, that relationship of myself, but that has a lot to do with the Tarian sides. So and again, Tarian would be the other sign that Libra or Venus rather rules, the second sign of the body with senses, the visual. Because if if it's things that we see that we have a relationship, like you love beauty and, and it the sunsets that bring uh-huh. add to our life, or else. The sound, like music, or the sound of the leaves, for instance, of course, this is all individual, and taste, you know, these interior things that the exterior comes and has a meaningfulness with us. So I ask you, what would be your relationship? What would be your understanding of relationship? And I'll just add a little bit more before I introduce our guest for today understanding the relationship of two things and learning to love, there's an astrologer, Nuno Michaels, who's an astrologer in Portugal, which happens to be the biggest astrology school in the world. And here in Seattle, we have an organization called Washington. For those of you that are in Seattle, because we are a Seattle station, so not everybody is listening from other places, Washington State Astrological Association has meetings once a month with various speakers and Thursday the f- second Thursday of the month is the meeting and a woman who used to live here Tara Al a lot of A's there as A-A-L is her last name was speaking about this what I'm bringing up and that's why I wanted to give her some credit here along with mentioning Nuno Michaels and she was talking about confidence and michael nuno you know, michael was saying that in his 12 gifts from god that libra is learning to love here we think of venus as love but it's we're learning to love we're learning to love through our relationships understanding the two things as they relate so life is in the beauty of the beholder it isn't always such a beautiful scene our experiences with the other but yet it leads to that growth through the other so I think I have spoken enough on this general theme of Libra tonight Wilma known as Willie to uh, those of us that know her well last name Bodrak has lived in Mexico for the last 20 years, she's lived in Mazatlán, on the west side down in Sinaloa, the county of Sinaloa, and then moved over to near outside of Guadalajara, outside of Lake Chapala, which is a Ajijic, a community that's been, well, she can tell us, but it's been there for many, many years, most of the last century, with expats. And Willie participates in social and cultural events. She's an artist, real estate agent, been an airline's customer service agent, a tailor, a seamstress, a gardener, philosopher, observer of life, sensitive to past lives, mother of one adult daughter, remarried for 35 years. And as she says, still working on figuring out where my dream destiny lies. Interesting how the timing of all these things and events she didn't say things. I said things. Of these events led to me being here today. Had my birthday last week, so I'm a Libra. Hi, Willie. Hey, Sue. How are <laughs> you tonight? Oh, I'm fine. That's such a greeting and pleasure. Because I, too, had, well, we met in Matzatlan. Yes, so, we did many years ago. Yes. Long ago and far away. It has been. And it's so intriguing about life among other immigrants Such as ourselves in that case, you know, the expats of Canadians and North Americans predominantly. And that exchange of relationships that develop and in the positive and the growth, you know, through not the easiest way sometimes. Oh, no, lots of growing pains, (laughs) lots of
1: pains in the developing stages of, of relationships, figuring out who they are, who you are you want to be how you want to see this go uh, it's just figuring out it's like a school of, of, of learning you, you don't know what to expect there's no teachers there's no guides there's nothing in writing uh, but it's an, an adventure really that is beautifully put exactly
0: my own experience
1: i just love the adventure the not knowing um and then when when something works out the way you want it to or the way you had hoped it would,
0: it's kind of like the dessert after mm-hmm. the meal. It's very exciting. It's a little bit like a Christmas gift or some kind of a gift, a birthday gift. I can remember that as you speak about it. But it is amazing to me, too, how dependent one is on every immediate need. I remember our computer, well, there was an, a, a a summer lightning bolt and it fried our computer I had just turned it on here no it was down in Mazatlan. It, Mazatlan. yeah and suddenly I had to learn a whole new language Um <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> how to tell them I needed this corrected and of course people speak a little English a little Spanish but still that dimension of people explaining because there's a lot of interdepend interrelationships culturally it's it's
1: very interesting. I, I find it fascinating how the various cultures meld there. People are, for the most part, quite open-minded and supportive of each other. Uh, we used to laugh and say uh, people would go there to retire and die, but they get so busy they forget to die. And it's it's <laughs> interesting to watch this phenomenon happen, and whether they're... Uh, we have people coming from as far away as Australia, Europe. Uh, we have lots and lots of Canadians who were some of the most gentle, kind people in the world. Despite all the jokes that you might hear about them, they are wonderful people. And uh, they kind of, I think, look at the rest of us North Americans a bit askance at times. Because I think the people from the U.S. are oh, kind of like bulldozers. You know, we, we kind of say what's on our mind, and we just go right ahead. With the Mexican culture, it's much softer. They're much more polite than I think we ever thought about being. Uh, they get things accomplished, maybe not as quickly. In many ways, I think they have their heads on very straight. Family comes first. Uh, relationships are very, very important to them much more so than doing business. The personal relationship, your interactions with them as an individual, will rule
0: or ruin a business relationship. I remember this, that instead of just going and asking facts, like let's discuss whatever it might be, whether it was something that needed to be built in your house or whether whatever it might be, rather it was getting to know a person. Yeah, you talk about family,
1: you talk about education, you talk about where they
0: came from,
1: all sorts of things. And here people would think, oh, my gosh, we are wasting so much time beating around the bush. Let's just get to the meat of the matter. Well, the meat of the matter to them is developing a relationship. And it's so different than what we're raised with. I, I feel like we almost get the short end of the stick because of that, because we're always in such a frenetic pace here, up north of the border. Um, down there, you have a chance to have a little time for yourself, and because you're developing these relationships, you have time to think about yourself and what you want, what you expect, and how you're going to achieve that. You have to listen. You have to listen to your what's going on inside your head, and and it will affect you physiologically if you're
0: not careful. You know, if you get so hung up on it, you make yourself sick. Well, that's true. Yeah, we need time to be centered, to have that relationship with life. And that reminds me, too. I was thinking, well, now it's more evident here. We're always melding all these cultures and through the relationships of people. But their color is such a major focus. Like, I remember... It was said that it's very easy. Just paint your room or your house different colors. It's much cheaper than remodeling. And I went to one house that really struck me because they had a diagonal line. And it just transformed the whole room. It wasn't particularly a big room. It didn't have a lot of windows. But it had these wonderful colors juxtaposed, you know, and this diagonal line. So it's like when I think about relationships in Venus because I'm threading a little bit of astrology here for those folks that tune in, but it's all the subject, so it's not n- totally necessary, but Venus does rule beauty. It is the, for very, for many reasons, and 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 beauty, of course, it's an eye of the beholder, right? But still, it would be that relationship with
1: color. You, well, you mentioned that, and art, and I wonder if astrologically, um, Certain areas are prone to attract certain signs that may be more artistic. For instance, Ajijic is their art association, a society there, is 70 years old. Mm. Who would have thought that a little Mexican Pueblo on the Lake Chapala shores would have that many artists for that long? But people have been coming there for so many decades, and I wonder if there is something about that area, geophysically, that is attracting that particular sign, those people that are more leaning towards the arts, the
0: colors, the music, the creativity, because it is there, definitely. And it's a high—I'm just thinking— it is a higher elevation. It's cooler there. Cause About
1: 5,000 feet.
0: Yeah, because we drove once all the way down the coast to, oh, well, we came back through Mexico City. We went to, uh, what's that, anyway. Yeah, and it was cold. It was cold <laughs> in Guadalajara. It was like, Oye. oh, it's colder in Hul- Guadalajara than it is in, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Which was yeah over in... Um, So, well, that's an interesting thought. Well, I just think... And I've never
1: asked you about that. I apologize that I just kind of sprung that on
0: you just now, but I happen to think about... I think it's cultural. When you think about Italy and you think about the Mediterranean and you think about just the easy lifestyle of, when I say easy, there is certain about uh, being many ways, you know, right brain, left brain, being able to just operate on a... Big brain dimension. I'll have to give further... Yeah, research on that would be
1: interesting, I think, to find out. Because there's villages all around the lake. And some of them are very agricultural, very rural. And um, (laughs) some of them are agricultural in ways that you might not want to be too familiar with. But there are then...
0: The villages that are more artistic well I think when they I remember in the history of Mexico because wh- having been down there myself for a few years you know back and forth wanted to learn about Mexico and when the Spaniards the country is very involved with Spain you know Spain came and mm-hmm. took over a lot of mm-hmm. it and when it came to that area, Trying to remember exactly the details, but they had twelve different trades. You're thinking of Pazcuaro. Yes, around yes. Guadalajara. So silver
1: and well that was yeah. uh, that's actually further northeast, Pazcuaro is.
0: No, 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 no. This was actually well Pazcuaro is, yeah. but this wasn't that. It was around Guadalajara. The uh, the Spanish it said, "You, this area, this trade is going to be here. This trade is going to be there. Oh. There were twelve of them. Oh, yeah. And somehow, that's all that they're still there. And I would have to research that a little bit more to, to remember all the details. But it has something to do about the Mexican, the Spaniards when they came in, and they did that for whatever political reasons. It made sense for their own empowerment, but it also gave uh, uh, this." long-standing traditions of these these trades because there's a lot of trades there in Guadalajara um right
1: now Guadalajara is more of a technological center mm. sort of like Monterrey, but um, it's growing so much it's scary sort of like Seattle in that respect I couldn't believe what has happened here since we were gone um, uh, the people that are coming there are not just retirees. There's young people starting to come with families. And a lot of them are, are commuting by computer, if you will. Uh, the children, I feel, are getting just a wonderful opportunity to learn about a different culture, a different language. Uh, and the health care is fabulous. So there's there's all sorts that are coming to the area. Uh, it's sort of a melting pot, but some of them leave if if they if you can't stand noise they leave fairly soon. But I don't know how uh, astrologically they fit into the pattern. I think that would be a very interesting thing to try to survey if you if it was possible, yeah, to see if
0: there's any trend. <clears throat> well, there is migration and all of that. And I want to apologize because here I'm talking about Guadalajara and you're living there. and <laughs> It's been 15, 20, a you know, long time that I've been down there. So I'll, I'd have to, on that basis. If I can ask then with this, with the relationships of how, I know that you were mentioning Okay, what am I trying to say? There there's many different uh, dimensions of of how people interact there you know, with the community, strong community, and you know, sharing uh, knowledges. As you were mentioning, book clubs and, and all. It's interesting because a lot of the people there, um,
1: it seems like in the United States, you go to a cocktail party or an event and you. Oh, hi, you know, what would you retire from? What did you do? Et cetera, et cetera. And you talk about that freely. Down there, you almost have to drag it out of the retirees. What was your past life was we have nuclear physicists there. We have engineers. We have all sorts of um, people with past lives that are so super intelligent. And they are all, not all, but so many of them are willing to uh, share their time, they volunteer, they lecture. There's just so many opportunities there to help people that it's it's kind of heartwarming. And of course, you know, when you have people, you're going to have some dissension, and not everybody's going to agree with everything. Well, that, but that also leads to creativity.
0: This is an interesting factor because that does get into the, di- the dynamics of relationships mm-hmm. we grow through those so how and I'm looking up right now the geodetic astrograph for Guadalajara which means that there's a grid all over the of okay. the country because <laughs> I suddenly thought I can look this up so if you would tell me and we have a couple of minutes and then we'll take a break but perhaps tell me about the not so pretty side. Uh, well, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying, in other words, about the the tensions, the how people learn, or how they might change, or how they might become. Well, there was a a, a group
1: that got together, and they got a an auditorium built for a he uh for the public arts, and they have people come in from Guadalajara and from all over the world to perform there, but. They've just recently done some remodeling, and there was, at one point, a circular stage there. And there was some dissension as to whether to take it out, remodel it, leave it the way it is, stationary, expand it. But they've put in some air conditioning, and and they've upgraded it. But some people didn't want to spend the money because Mm -hmm. the money, the proceeds are used to help future artists and musicians. So if you do something to take away the money, then then they, you know, it, somebody's going to come up on the short end of the stick for a, at least a little while. So they kind of have to sometimes meet a compromise, if you will. And I think that most of the people are mature enough to understand the fact that it is a compromise, it is a temporary situation, and it can only get better with proper guidance, and the, using the intelligence of the people and the experiences of the people that are living there now. Because we have a lot of artists, performing artists, directors, actors, uh, musicians. So
0: it really does grow the dreams. It I, can, yeah, yes. I can see that. But yes. then again, it is the reality checks and all of that. Well, I'm looking this up, which may not be so easy. In the meantime, for those of you out in our wonderful listener land, our great audience. If you would like to call in and have a question, this is the number that you would call. It would be 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. So we'll be back in a moment. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the Yang period of Libra, ruled duly by Venus. By leaving the lower hemisphere of the self, the energy of Libra enters the arena where the completed self meets the other-than-self to form a relationship based on partnership. As a cardinal air sign on the descendant angle, represented by the equinox of equal light, Libra's energy learns through comparison and relationships, with the intention to integrate duality and polarities.
1: Celebrate your star energy blessings. Schedule a natal astrology chart consultation with Talk Cosmos host, Sue Rose Minahan you learn to better understand what personally fuels your soul's seed direction. Sue focuses on your questions to connect you into your unique heart's desire and your true soul path's birth essence. Just $125 for an hour and a half session about your life energies and significant current transits, including a recording and a copy of your chart. Schedule by emailing info at talkcosmos.com that's info at
0: talkcosmos.com hello this is sue rose minnehan of talk cosmos i want to encourage you to log on to 1150 kknw.com that's 1150 kknw.com right now and fill out the 2018 kknw listener survey Your responses will help the station better tailor itself to your needs. As an added incentive, when you fill out the survey, you have a chance to win round-trip passage on the Victoria Clipper to Victoria, B.C., plus a $100 gift certificate to Schwartz Brothers Restaurants. So log on to 1150kknw.com for your chance to win. Thank you for all your past listenership and for helping us improve this station. Great prizes might be yours, but you must fill out the survey. One lucky person's name will be drawn on November 6th, so log on to 1150 KKNW right now and fill out the survey. Complete contest rules can be found at 1150kknw.com, so log on for all the details. Hello, my name is John Tolevich. I'm a chiropractic doctor And you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos. Hi again, Sue Rose Minahan with Willie Bodrak, living currently in Mexico in Ajijic. And we've been talking about many subjects. And I'll just give that phone number in case somebody does choose to get inspired and call us. 425-373-5527. 425 373 5527 in the meantime i have been looking up the geodetic ah okay that's what it is well right now well according to this guadalajara has an aries rising now you that would yeah. be creativity wouldn't it well he, yes 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 you're absolutely right willie you're brilliant <laughs> you no, really you are about that well you are you're so quick because really, Aries is a preverbal sign. It's before you get to Gemini. It's the very first one. And it's initiation. Mm. It's the spark. It's like the beginning. It's a pioneer. It's, you know, it's breaking birth away from the heap, you might say. I mean, that's just a vernacular quick expression. But it is coming out. It's a birth. It's the, the very beginning um, from Pisces, the whole. You know, it takes a lot of effort to do that. And it also wants to express itself in visualness. It's very primary. So I wonder. That's very interesting. It has uh, Aryan energy by Mars. So maybe that is something. There's a to lot do of medical
1: research, a lot of computer stuff, technological things going on, a lot of uh, arts, dance, music, performing arts. It's really very alive. It's just kind of an electric sense that you get
0: when you're there. Now, I know you do art, and you were mentioning because you've relocated in the last couple of years. And do you have dreams of getting back and doing anything particular with it?
1: Well, I've been a real slacker since we've been working on our house, remodeling our house. It's been about two years since I lifted a paintbrush. But of late, I've been getting kind of antsy, and I did belong to the Art Society, and that kind of inspired me again. So we'll see what happens yeah. this, uh, this winter. I'm maybe they say it's going to be a colder winter down there, so maybe I'll be locked up in the house painting.
0: Mm. Well, which brings me back thinking of relationships that, you know, when leaves a lot of relationships when you go to Mexico— it is another country. It's, it's, it's the inverse of what we who have been raised here in the United States think about. But you have family. Everybody has family of some sort. So there's, do you find that most people there, how they connect with their relationships or how that might, are they more independent or how they... You mean of the foreign community living there now? Yeah, or yourself, or everybody. Um,
1: yeah. I, I We lived in Scottsdale for a while, and I remember when we lived there. Well, you lived there too. Yes. Um, That it was difficult to establish what we would consider long-term relationships because it was such a transient population. People would come and they would go, so you, you kind of hesitated to invest your time to develop a relationship with a lot of people. But in the Lake Chapala area, lakeside area as they call it, uh, it's not because people are moving because of jobs or what have you. It's because a lot of them pass on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then their remaining spouses, many of them go back to the United States. So it, it creates a sense of loss that's sometimes difficult to deal with. But then you have the understanding of different needs of different people and what it takes to satisfy those needs and i have to respect those people for following that gut feeling if you will uh instead of sticking with what they try to talk you into doing like oh stay with us stay us stay here you will help you that sort of thing but they say no you know i need to go back to my family this is what i need to do And, and being able to respect those decisions sometimes is hard for purely selfish reasons. You don't want to give up that person, that relationship with that person. So it's it's hard to develop relationships sometimes. You know, we've, we've only lived Lakeside about three years now. But we n- <laughs> interestingly enough, there's a lot of people that have moved there from Mazatlan and from the Seattle area even. It's really surprising. So we... We kind of get our warm fuzzies, if you will, that way to a certain degree. And and we've retained a lot of those relationships. But you have to work at it. You have to make time to be with those people. If you if you have a sense of camaraderie
0: or something, you know, you'll, you'll stick with it. You'll try. Or perhaps finding a relationship with a group, like you were saying, the art group. Mm-hmm. And that for it's... But we do... Well, as people we need relationships like you're married I'm married not everybody is married um you don't in fact you can have partnerships without being married you know of course these days and both of us did that we lived with yes. the people before we were married but it's so true I hadn't thought quite of the and I know well what you're talking about what I'm trying to what I am saying is is that that give and take of permanence versus impermanence and attachment versus release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to respect the needs of others
1: um, emotionally, financially even. Sometimes that makes a big difference. And so you, you, have, you, you try to understand why they're making the decision that they're making and just to be supportive of that if you can at the time. Um, and there's personalities and the astrological likes and dislikes and Headbuttings and what have you
0: <laughs> that enter into it, but it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's fun. It is dynamic. That's right, and that's such a mm-hmm. vital energy to experience through for, for those people that like relationships. It's it's it it can be very interwoven, almost to the point where you need something else. Of your own, it can so be so completely Libran, where you join forces with other people's energies, oh yes, you get sucked right in. Yeah, and that you need to say nope, my territory. I'm going Aries. Thank it's hard you. to say
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: there's a gift to that too. Yes, there's to be a friend in need is a friend indeed. There's that great okay. truism, too. So younger people moving in, that gives a real dynamic. And I guess, as you were mentioning earlier in the conversation we were having, that really perhaps it's because of the technological advances. People can work out of home now any place they want. Yes. And there's uh,
1: teaching physicians. There's a lot of teachers. Um, Not a lot. I shouldn't say a lot. But there are a number of teachers um, that are working at the universities now that are from the United States, bilingual, bilingual. a wonderful opportunity for them and their families and they have a lot to offer and they learn a lot they learn a lot of different
0: things from the culture yeah i was just thinking astrologically too and i think in a way there's always a gamut of of people that are interested in going to a new a new environment but you can't classify it because life's a smorgasbord it is it is, and besides that, there's so many interrelated energies that we all I- I- exhibit. But the problem is, you don't
1: recognize that. You don't have the time, or take the time, to recognize the interplay of those energies or the signs, because so many people don't understand. They've not been exposed to it. They think it's woo woo, but it it's actually it's, it's a science. It it's proven. It, oh, I, I mean, you. people can, if they would just take time to listen or, or look at it, they would see how much easier life could be if they understood this, so they would know what to anticipate or to look for.
0: Well, in the fact that actually there's energies, just like a cloudy day. If you want to be out in the rain, you know, some people enjoy that, that freshness of the air, and other people might just be glad that their plants are getting watered. Of course, I'm a Seattleite, so I think of rain. But not that it always rains, but yes, it's true because it is that free will. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that even as adventurous as people are, as you're saying, going to the unknown, that yet perhaps there, there must be an astrological community there, though. You know, I don't know. I haven't encountered one. Um, Probably in Guadalajara. Yeah, because I was thinking, it's the unknown too, but it's also other dynamics. I'll have to check that out when I get back home. So with your family, when you came up here for a special occasion. Yes. And um, your family comes to visit down there. And do most people there that they're... Do their families come to visit a lot, or is it just like any place? Like we move to New York from Seattle. You may get there and you may not.
1: Yes. Yes, the latter. Um, you'll find out when you first move there, you'll have a lot of friends that want to visit. And by the second year, that starts to taper off. And most of the families are, some of well, quite a few of them are still working. or They have young children and grandchildren, and they like to come, but they're so busy it's hard to get away. And it's not inexpensive either. It's not like it used to be. So, um, you can, it's interesting to be out and you can tell immediately the families that have visitors and are hauling them around as tourists. It's, mm, it's yes. fun, yes.
0: Now, you're learning Spanish all the time. Oh,
1: yes. And
0: <laughs> so, your connection with isn't just specifically with the expats, as people are still called you advised but with the community of of people that true yeah
1: true our neighbors we live in a very uh, national neighborhood uh there's a couple of rental properties around apartment buildings but they um they're kind of transient people but most of our neighbors are fabulous neighbors and very helpful uh, we're real close to downtown, which makes it very easy to walk around. Mm-hmm. I can walk to the lake in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, all sorts of stores, convenience stores, little little tiendas, little corner stores, grocery stores. And I'll never forget the first time we went back to Scottsdale from having lived there. I said to Lloyd, would you go to the store and get me six eggs? And he looked at me, he's my, that's my husband, he said, what are you talking about? He said, Alfredo's not next door. We had a little a tienda <laughs> next door to us in Mazatlan. He said, I can't go to Fry's and buy six eggs. <laughs> he says, I have to get a dozen. Oh, well, okay. You just get used to the little things, the conveniences of living in Mexico. It's easy to live there in many ways. In many ways, it's a challenge at times. But it's it's not for everybody, but it's for us at this point in our lives.
0: Yes, yes. It, that's so true. It The development, the, the growth. So in relationships, how would you say, Willie, that you have grown through your experience of relationships living in Mexico? Well, one is that you've given, you just did say about letting go and accepting people for their... Well, oh, I have a lot
1: more tolerance. I'd like to think I have a lot more patience than I had before because it's kind of a hurry up and wait society (laughs) uh time is not real important to that culture you can sit around and wait for somebody to come for one day they say they'll be there a certain time they may not show up for two days so it's um you learn to be flexible flexibility is good for mental health i've decided so (laughs) um let's see what else I've learned to appreciate different tastes, smells, noises, sounds. Uh, it's when I get off the plane in Guadalajara. It's, it's like a ah, oh, I'm home. I can relax now. I it's just I'm not as uptight as I am when I'm here.
0: Yeah, the tempo is considerably different. Yeah, I think. And I was thinking of. Of, of Agua, you know, the water, the, the person Wah. that go, yeah, goes around saying, you know, adver- you know barking yeah. for uh, the jugs of water, which is so important. That's very true. The animals, the dogs, the sounds of the animals. Um, and mm-hmm. back to beauty, because Libra is beauty. And we're talking about art. And we're talking about balance. And we're talking about a people that are patient with more of an innate sense of the intri- intrincancy. The, it's absolutely
1: amazing the number of buildings in downtown Ahihik that are so artistically painted. They have murals on them that and are so creative. You would not ever think to find anything like that, at least in the Seattle area. Of course, in the Seattle area, there color were. isn't a real thing bright colors, strong colors, but it is down there and it and people you see people tourists standing around taking pictures of these buildings just because they're so beautiful. Even the light poles are painted oh artistically.
0: Oh my. Oh <laughs> my. Yes. The bottom yes. half, yes. Yeah, that, that's a wonderful relationship to have with the exterior. All these relationships that we have that make who a dimension of familiarity and of how we enjoy our life really you know it's why people might live in a certain city or not just because well obviously because they have a job too but it's all these factors and things make people smile to make people happy feel good Mm -hmm.
1: there's nothing wrong with feeling good about what's around you or around about yourself and it's okay to feel good and it's okay to say I can feel good about these things, and they—they
0: they, uh, it manifests itself a lot down there. Well, it certainly sounds. I'm eager for a visit. That's true. I now don't you all come running down there <laughs> at the same time, right? <gasps> That's right. Well, with the unknown, that relationship. It seems that this is pretty paramount. And then again, some people want to crystallize it, don't they? Oh, yes. Oh, there's the type A's there that
1: that really need things organized and set out and by a schedule. And they just have a meltdown if the plumber says he's coming at 9 o'clock in the morning. And he may show up or he may not. And he will not call 9 times out of 10 and say, I'm
0: sorry, I can't make it. They just, that's not a thing. Yeah, it's more on a personal sense of timing in a certain manner, rather than the exterior clock of of fitting. It's more of a congenial rapport. Well, I can't tell you how many times the carpenter called.
1: Mm, That's a sore subject, too. But he um, sometimes wouldn't show up. He was supposed to be there. And I would call, and I would say, Gino, where are you? Oh, my wife's aunt died. So maybe the next week, oh, my grandmother died. Or, oh, the brother of my best friend died. There's always an excuse. Um, And to them it makes sense. Whether it's true or not is something else. But family and friends come first. Relationships.
0: Relationships. Uh, This has a very strong importance. When we really think about That it isn't just our meaningfulness, but it is that heart-centered. Also in that talk on Thursday that I mentioned from Wasat, it was a reminder that the three brains that we have, which is the heart, well, the mind, and the body, and the heart. And so the heart does want to connect with other people, needs to connect. It seems like it's a natural need.
1: I'm, I'm glad you put it that way as a need. It's just part of surviving, I think, with your sanity in this crazy, crazy world today. Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe too, because things are, in some sense, simple, but yet I mean, because you have all the needs that you have there. I mean, there's merchandise and there's and and that, but it still has not quite the the detachment that we have. So, yeah, I it, the cultural thing. The cultural thing
1: is, um, at first, was difficult, but after you're with it for so long, it's second nature, and you you go, okay, and that's the way it is. And but it still makes you wonder about the attraction.
0: What attracts certain people to those locations? And that is Venus. We're talking just to get back a little thread here of the astrology because Venus is your attraction it's what you love and desire interestingly I'll throw in some Kabbalah which I do fervently enjoy because for many reasons and Kabbalah essentially says desire is part of our nature because through desire we learn to experience and learn that process of learning what has deeper value to us. In other words, Mm, if you want, you know, whether it's the simplicity of thinking of a a certain car, but to what purpose? Or if we want a certain, anything that we want, you know, as a sense of desire, and therefore we can build higher and higher. Essentially one can to having more of a truer, um, lasting value which is so important these days and I say these days not just as if it's today and tomorrow but it is in a sense really the clock the cosmic clock that's being pushed through everywhere is this energy where and I could explain it astrologically and I've had people say talk in common language so I'm trying hard to do that but it is really where we're being pushed to what to compare for our collective good what the true s-
1: sense of value is. Do you think saying pay attention sums it up too simply?
0: Hmm. Pay attention. And
1: be aware, pay attention to what's going on around you, what you feel.
0: Acknowledge what you feel, you sense. Yes. That is so strong, Willie. That gets back to those three minds the body. The heart, you know, it connects Mm -hmm. our feelings, our hormones, (laughs) how we think. It's all tied in. And spiritually, it leads us to that other part, that spiritual part, that part that is unexplained through the beauty. That is Venus also. Yes. Well, it's wonderful just for you to know out there in our listener land, we have a several minutes here, but next week we are going to conclude Libra. And Jeff Gronland lives in Maine. He'll be talking to us. And Jeff is involved with uh, the organization, organization for professional astrology. You don't need to be a professional astrologer, but it is in that emphasis. It just had a wonderful conference down in Tucson called iAstrology, which is focused on becoming professional through all the technological world that we can learn of websites and videos and branding and all this good information. And Jeff is a musician. He's an astrologer. He also works on, knows about videos in many aspects. And so we'll be talking about the shadow side of Venus, but today... I am talking with Willie Brodrak. Wilma. Willie Bodrak, I've known Willie for many years, and most amazed that she came up to Seattle here to visit family. And so talking about Mexico in that sense, but there's so much more. It's like of your of your experiences, you've been able to to Develo- in fact, if I remember, you actually became an artist in Mexico. You were a gardener. You were many oh, things. Yeah,
1: I, I think that's where I first took a
0: paintbrush was in Mazatlan. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, for eight, eight years I took classes from Sharon, who you were just visiting in Tucson. Yes. And so we've all Sharon stayed Cannon. interconnected over the years, which is great. Yeah. And so I, I get to be creative still. I want to take the time to
0: do it. Get a little more self-discipline. Well, that must express a great part. We have a few minutes here. A great part of your inner inner connection of your relationship with you and life around you. You know, that that, that sense of being able to, because I love to paint too, and I have not been as much, but still love when one... I your stuff. Well, and I love yours. It's, I mean, it's great to see creativity. And... To, to be able to witness or to to experience that art through through the lens, through that lens. Well,
1: you, you think about it and and you have an idea in your head and you try to put that idea down on paper. Sometimes it does not translate exactly the way you might see it in your mind's eye, but you might end up with something more interesting in the end. Mm. You just kind of have to let it flow. And see where it is. And if it's, you don't like it, you just get over it.
0: It's a nice thing about pain. This is really a great way to spiral back to the beginning and the future because relationships do reflect ourselves like a mirror. And it's that relationship with life itself. You know, it's not just... And the people that we choose, how it grows a dynamic. And the fact that the unknown and that yet you can kind of take hold of it and and develop and and love it love it even more well you're in charge control I mean
1: whatever adjective you want to use it it gives you an opportunity to express your feelings yes non-verbally
0: thank you Willie
1: you're welcome Sue anytime (laughs) you know I love you (laughs) well it's
0: been just great night thank you to all you Fantastic listeners there for every way. And we'll see you again, or hear you again, next week. Thank you for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.